Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. It's time to address the issues that impact your lives and keep you from being who you were meant to be. Ladies, are you still hiding behind yourself or issues you just don't want to face? It's time to face them. I am here to help you face those issues holding you back. It's time to face those small fears and make big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today is episode 16, Understanding a Narcissist. The reason why I decided to talk about a narcissist today is because I used to be in this kind of relationship and I didn't realize what a narcissist was until the day I left and I started hearing about other people with the same kind of issues. A narcissist is usually superficially charming. This is more common in men. It does not mean that it doesn't happen with women. It's just more common for men. When I broke up with my toxic relationship, I wanted to understand the reasons why I was feeling so broken down, so out of love for myself, so undervalued, no sense of self-worth, and all these things that tear you down when you leave this kind of toxic relationship I decided to dig a little deeper and it brought me to the rabbit hole of narcissistic people, narcissistic behavior and relationships. And because I was looking for more information regarding what I had been through, I am in a position to better understand these kind of people when you treat with them. I would like for you, if you are in a narcissistic relationship, whether it be romantically or whether it be with somebody else, that you open your eyes and understand what you're dealing with. Because when we understand where we are and what we're dealing with, it's easier for us to take the correct kind of actions to correct the problem or issue that we have at hand. When we don't know what we're doing, we just feel like we're going around in circles And it usually feels like we're driving each other kind of crazy. Definitely not where I would want you to be or feel at all. On the contrary. Well, when I started looking for information on narcissists, it pinpointed all the problems that I had been facing. And it is very interesting to know that narcissists have a big need for admiration, like excessively a big need for admiration. They also disregard other people's feelings. They don't handle criticism and they have a big sense of entitlement. These four things lead to deep selfishness at the expense of others because they do not have empathy. They lack empathy so they don't understand the kind of things that you would understand. But let me tell you this, this is all a mask. They are very fragile with low self-esteem and they're very vulnerable. They find relationships unfulfilling. They also fear others may not enjoy being around them. Now, as much as they have this mask on, they also project themselves as very charming, but it's very superficial. This is what makes them attract you because what you see is not what you get at all. I always thought that narcissists were people that were quote unquote in love with themselves, that they just found themselves like very handsome, like they had great bodies, like they would just feel like a model. Let's call it that. They had a very high sense of self. It wasn't until I left my toxic relationship that I actually heard this term again. 
I hadn't heard this term since I was little, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women out there that have no idea either, and they could be with a narcissist. The problem with these kinds of people is that they're not easy to spot. They know how to go about certain things and make it very hard or confusing to actually spot them. I will try to help you do some kind of self-check and I will link in the show notes a worksheet that you can use to work through this list as well. Number one, when they start in this relationship, they start showing you a lot of love. They're very loving, very tender, very understanding. Seems like it's a fairy tale, like you've known them for ages and they feel like very comfortable to you and they tend to make this all happen very quickly. It's called love bombing. Love doesn't come that fast and that easy. It takes nurturing. It takes growing. It takes knowing a person. If you feel at any point that your relationship is going too fast, it just might be. This could be considered your first red flag. I remember... When I met mine, I have dated two narcissists. The first one, I remember thinking that I had this feeling that I had known him forever. Like I could talk to him about anything and it would feel like he would be understanding me because it felt like we had known each other forever. He did seem to fall in love pretty fast, but I thought I was just lucky. It felt so familiar to talk to him and he was always very nice he was always looking for ways to make me feel good and I did not realize that this was love bombing as none of us would when we're starting in a relationship we feel that everything is perfect if it feels too familiar if it feels too much too quick too good to be true it probably is second it's always me 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 look how great I am They make you feel that they are better and smarter than anybody else, which makes you feel like you picked a great man. But this is just an illusion that they create of being confident and secure in themselves. They are not. If you want to know if this is your partner, they're always too busy talking about themselves to listen to you. Want to do a little test on them? Talk about you. Talk about your accomplishments, what makes you happy things that you like, and see if when you talk about you, are they interested in what you're talking about or do they find a way to turn it around and make it about themselves? Check it out. Number three, they need your compliments. They need this as much as your car needs gas. They can't live without your compliments because that is their fuel. If you won't give them the compliments that they need, They'll figure out how you can tell them what they want to hear and how great they are. If you want to know if this is your guy, find out how confident they are in themselves. When you are confident in yourself, you do not need compliments from others. Number four, they have no empathy. If you're in a relationship where you feel like you're not seen, you're not validated, you're not understood or accepted, it's because they don't understand other people's feelings or emotions. If you are in a relationship where you don't feel that your partner supports you and makes you feel like the queen that you are, they are probably making you feel like you're not being valued and you don't feel seen and appreciated. If this is the case, you might be in a relationship with a narcissist. How do they feel and act when you communicate your struggles and your daily problems? 
If you're dating somebody who doesn't have many friends, that is another sign. These men don't seem to make a lot of friends. They might have guys that they just talk to every now and then, but they don't have friends. Girlfriend, you know that when you have something going on, you have to go talk to your friends. You need to call them on the phone. You need to meet with them. You need to hang out with them. They will not understand this kind of actions from you because they don't know what this is. They will guilt you for wanting to spend time with your friends instead of them. They will say things like, oh, you don't value me. You don't give me enough time. And this is just a trick to make you feel guilty for going out with your girlfriends instead of spending time with him because he doesn't have guy friends to spend time with. He just has guys that he talks to every now and again or guys he has a drink with, but they're not friends. Number six, when you guys are having arguments, they always tend to put you down. They tend to call you names like crazy. That's their favorite go-to. And they make jokes that are not funny, but hurtful. It might have been the same jokes that he was telling at the beginning, but you had not realized that he was not actually joking. Now you're starting to realize that these jokes aren't funny. It's not a mistake. He's doing this on purpose. What this does is make you react and this is what fuels them. So he was actually looking for this kind of attack to get you to react for him to feel better about himself. They need to put you down to lift themselves up. That is how they feel they can overpower you. Keep that in mind. If you feel like you're being put down so they can feel better about themselves, this is a big red flag right here. They won't celebrate your accomplishments, but they'll find a way to put you down for them. Gaslighting. I have mentioned gaslighting in the past and I'm mentioning it again. This is a very deep topic and I will just go lightly on it for episode number 17. I will go very deep into what gaslighting is. So stay tuned for next Thursday where I will be talking about gaslighting in a bigger, deeper level. And that would be the topic for the whole episode. This is the part that truly gets you. This is pure manipulation and emotional abuse. This includes lying, falsely accusing others, spinning the truth and distorting your reality. When people say, why didn't you leave? It's because they have no idea what this is. This is the part that keeps you in this circle of leaving and coming and leaving and coming again. This also plays in the way others see them making you feel like no one will believe you because of the way others see them. Gaslighting is so bad and so deeply connected to emotional abuse that it makes you doubt yourself and makes them feel superior, which they also feed off. Number eight, hard time defining the relationship. This is another one that we tend to deal with more often than not, and we don't tend to see it as a red flag, but some men won't define the relationship and let you think and feel that you are in a relationship just so they can reap the benefits of intimate, emotional, and sexual benefits while keeping their options open. If you speak up because you notice something is not quite right, because keep in mind, you think you're in a relationship, They would see this as a way that you are being crazy and that you are acting up and they'll turn it around you and say that this is the reason why they can't actually commit to you. 
the problem is that if you don't speak up and you take it silently, they will lose any kind of respect they had for you if they actually had any. It's a lose-lose situation and that should give you the sign of the red flag. This one actually happened to me on both of those relationships. On the first one, we were in a relationship and he had no problem saying that we were in a relationship, but he never wanted to get married. He talked about putting our bank accounts together, like being one and da 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 da, but he never wanted to commit to marriage. So much so that my wedding dress was hanging in a closet for 11 years. On my second relationship, he did make it seem like we were together at the beginning, but then he started being very shady about it and making comments and having actions that were not quite pertaining to a relationship. Then he kept turning it around and telling me that he had said at the beginning that he was not ready for a relationship to let it flow and see where it went because he did not have an answer, but he did not want it to let me go. This was the way that he was managing, defining the relationship. And he was just turning it out on me the whole time because they don't want to take responsibility for it. Number nine, they are never wrong. Have you ever felt like you want to pound truth into them because you have no idea why they can't comprehend something that is so simple? Yep, that's what it is. You can't fight with them. They don't see or hear or understand what you're trying to tell them. This leaves you in a rage, feeling crazy. They also never apologize because they don't see their reactions as wrong, ever. They don't see it. The more you fight it, the more power you give them. The less you fight, the less power. And that's what drives them crazy. Now, the last one is they can't take distance. They can't deal with the breakup. As soon as you pull away, they will try to give you everything that you have been craving for. Attention, gifts, apologies, empty promises, love bombing again, saying all the right things that you've always wanted to hear. They will soon show you that they haven't changed. And this is what causes the on-again, off-again trip of the freaking relationship. Every time you pull away and you open your eyes, you realize what is going on, you pull away, then they come at you with everything that they've got. And you're like, oh my God, maybe he is this person. Maybe he has changed. They know you. They know how to push every single one of your buttons And this is when they play on them and they pull you back in to do the whole thing all over again. When you are done, they are not. Another thing that they will try to do when you are done with them, be careful, be prepared. When they can no longer control you, they will try to control your surroundings. What people see and feel about you, they're going to go there and they make other people see you as they want you to see yourself. If they want people to think you're crazy, to think you're irresponsible, a bad mom, they're going to work around whatever is in your surroundings and the people that he can control because he can no longer control you. And now he thinks that this is the way to get to you. Some last tips that I want to leave you with. You can try to be your best self. Even try to be the perfect woman as you've heard come from his lips, but you will never be the right package for them. When you are done, you need a no contact strategy because they will play with your mind and your feelings as long as you let them. They will always have the right thing to say and they will know how to push every single one of your buttons. 
They're masters at girl, stand in your power. When you stand in your power, they lose power. Learn to feel comfortable saying no, even when you feel like you need to say a yes. Know that this is not love. Stand up even when it hurts, even if you tremble. Stand up and remember how they treat you has nothing to do with you, but with their own beliefs. Once you leave, you're going to be broken and you're going to be needing to be put back together. Girl, I hear you. I have been there. I hope this episode has been of help to you. If not to you and you know someone who needs it, please share this episode with them. I would love to help as many women as possible to recognize that they're in relationships that are abusive mentally, emotionally, and narcissistic. I help women recognize their own power and move on from toxic relationships to build the life they are meant to. I will link in the show notes a little checklist that you can have for this episode. You can assess your relationship and see if this is the kind of relationship that you're in. Remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. It has been a pleasure being with you here today. As always, thank you so much for joining us. And remember that you can share this episode with your friends and family. You can subscribe so you can get notifications when the next episode is up. And you can also review the show so you can help us reach more people. Thank you so much. Hope you have a blessed week. Take care. Bye-bye.